The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Perhaps the defining match for Ireland this weekend in the Rugby World Cup is that against South Africa. We'll talk about the implications of a, a, a win, a draw or a loss in, in a moment. But I'm joined by Kathleen McNamee, producer of Off the Ball and host of the Koi Geek podcast. Kathleen, uh, good morning. Morning, Pat. Uh, a minimal change in the lineup, first of all. Yeah, very, very minimal. Jameson Gibson Park returning uh, for Ireland tomorrow. One of the, probably the bigger talking points are on the bench and the fact that Dan Sheehan is on the bench for the first time so it's great to see him there and also that Jack Crowley was picked over Ross Byrne. Now Andy Farrell did talk at the start of the uh, tournament saying that you know he offers something different off the bench and he's going to be rotating the two quite a lot but it does feel like Crowley might be starting to slightly edge into that number two position. Yeah. Uh, now uh, the the theory here is that we have to be lightning quick and that's what, probably why Jemison Gibson Park is there because if you've got big forwards who are if they get on top of you there's no moving. Uh, so presumably there there is a plan. Yeah, I definitely think there is a plan and Andy Farrell was speaking to the media yesterday and I thought it was interesting because we've had these conversations all week about how South Africa have organized their bench and the 7-1 split and you could see he was like actually enjoying the fact that he really had to get creative with this Ireland team and I think he almost saw it as like a compliment that they were changing their game so much with the perception of they're going to have to you know do everything that they can to beat this Ireland team now both sides are saying it's not that big a deal if they do lose it but I think that's all just more for yeah. a bit of mind uh, games if if we beat Scotland it it doesn't matter we're through to the, the, the next round of the quarterfinals and there we face either France or uh, the All Blacks now that's a bit of a Hobson's choice. Yeah, I think uh, was it Jean Philippe Leclerc who writes for L'Equipe? He described it as, "Would you prefer the plague or the cholera?" <laughs> Which I thought was a very good way of putting it. But uh, well, it all depends. I mean, we saw that horrendous tackle that went in on Anton Dupont last night, and France losing him, and the fact that Nashmark is already out. He's been out for the entirety of the World Cup. It puts France in a very different position. Now, I still think they're an incredibly tough team, but if he's not there, I think Ireland would definitely fancy their chances a little bit more. Well, if you're number one team in the world, which we are, you've got to believe that you can go all the way and it doesn't matter which opposition is thrown in your Well, that's path. the thing. You have you have to beat everyone to get to the end one way yeah. or another. So we might as well start off hard. I mean, hopefully they change the stupid draw system. It yeah. shouldn't be working out the way it is, but... Now, uh, a big international, uh, and this is Ireland versus Northern Ireland. Yeah, nice little derby on the island tomorrow at one o'clock in the Aviva. There's still a few tickets available. Uh, It's the first time the women have ever played at the Aviva. 37,000 people already going to turn up, which is exciting. It's the start of our Nations League campaign. We have a new coaching staff in there. Um, So Eileen Gleeson has taken over and actually... Our co-host of the Koi Gig podcast, Emma Byrne, is also in that coaching staff. So uh, there's a new episode of that up this morning if anyone wants to listen to it. But um, yeah, it's it's a strange team. We have a lot of injuries. Three of the players who started every single World Cup game are all injured. So she's going to have to make a lot of changes to the side. There's also going to be a lot of focus on the team because obviously Vera Powell is gone now mm-hmm. and how they play. Um and a win is important for a qualification I mean, for the Euros. I mean, the, the line so. during the week uh, from that very outspoken player was, we won in spite of Vera Powell. 
yeah, that was the standout line. I think Diane Caldwell maybe went a little bit far with that one. But the rest of the stuff that she said was actually very measured, very understanding. Uh, and I think the sort of attitude you want players to have, like whenever you get rid of a manager, you get rid of them because you want to move to a new level. And I think like the fact that they're asking for that new level is good. That's that's how we want our players to be competing. Um, Northern Ireland aren't going to be a pushover, though. They have a really, really interesting manager in Tanya Oxtoby, who's won the FA Cup and the Women's Super League the last two years in a row at Chelsea as an assistant under Emma Hayes, who is counted as one of the best managers in the women's game. So really, really progressive signing from them to take mm-hmm. her on board. Uh, Solheim Cup for uh, women, the equivalent of the Ryder Cup, and that's in Spain on a very tough course. Yeah, very, very tough course. Um, obviously, the big Irish interest in there is Leona Maguire, and we saw how well she did the last time she competed at the Solheim Cup, was kind of one of the standout players, and a lot of people didn't expect it at the time. Um Oh, the, well, they th- expected she would break through at some stage. I don't think they would expect it would happen at that point. She uh, just teed off this morning. So it's going to be interesting following how they do over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the Premier League, uh, what uh, tickles your fancy about this weekend's fixtures? Oh, a nice little North London derby to get our appetites all wet for the weekend. Um, so Arsenal are playing Tottenham. It's at the Emirates on Sunday. That's at two o'clock that game. Uh, Tottenham this year under Ange Postacoglu have been a revelation. I'm I'm so glad, despite being an Arsenal fan, I am so glad that he has been as successful so far with this team as he has been because I think he's a really, really good manager. Um, and, it, you know, he went to Celtic and people were almost surprised at what he was able to do. But if you followed his career in Australia... Mm-hmm. He's done magical things pretty much everywhere he's gone. So it's going to be really interesting seeing him going up against Mikel Arteta's side. They had that big win in the Champions League, first Champions League game back in years. Um, so they're going to go in full of confidence. And these are the sort of games that if Arsenal do want to go, I say, toe-to-toe with City, but at least keep keeping City's sightline, these are the sort of games that they need to put a big performance in. Um, and not too many other big games over the weekend. I mean, City are playing Nottingham Forest, Liverpool, West Ham. So Man United, Burnley, probably Man United really need a result. They really need a win, Burnley don't are they? second yeah. from yeah. bottom. So if they don't do well in that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, now finally, uh, Formula One. And uh, we had a bit of excitement in Singapore last week because Verstappen didn't make uh, the last 10 in qualifying and he finished, I think, seventh. Um a day we thought would never come. <laughs> day, yeah, but he was messing. He was blocking people in practice. You know, in, 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 actually, maybe damaging their qualification prospects and so on and so forth. And people have been talking about it because the Red Bull team got a fine of five thousand. It's hardly going you know, to put you off doing anything not. in the future. Um, yeah, like a couple of the drivers have come out this week and said it should the FAI should have done or the FIA, not the FAI, uh, should do a little bit more and be harsher on those who impede with this sort of thing. I think like, you have to wonder, you kind of look at Verstappen and I don't feel like he's the sort of driver that even needs to do that sort of crack. Like, you know, he, I know he's a competitor and you do everything you need to win, but it's been pretty obvious so far that he is quite far ahead of a lot of the other drivers that are there in how like dominant he has been apart from last week. Um, So... uh, I don't really know what you do. Like, do you increase the fines even more? Do you put a points penalty on it? Like, so it won't make any difference. He'll be world yeah. champion one way or t'other. Makes for a, a slight wrinkle at the end of, as we move towards the end of the Formula One season, but still can't make it uh, exciting for the championship. That's for sure. Kathleen, thank you very much for joining us. Kathleen McNamee from Off the Ball. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m on News Talk.